A massive day today in the AL wildcard race as the Yanks sit a game and a half behind the A's and two behind the Red Sox with a doubleheader against the Red Sox about to start. The playoff race is heating up. The Mets are getting ready for the golf course, but at least they're all friends. Daily Dingers is back with the, your two favorite Steves. Mr. Inman, let's talk Yanks because I don't want to talk about the Mets. Um, what's going on? Can we make the can they make the big playoff push here? Are they are they doing this thing? I mean, absolutely, Steve. We've talked about this from the beginning that, you know, the hitting wasn't working, that it was the pitching, that it was a little bit of both. And now here they are, you know, 14 games over 500, clicking at the exact right time. You know, as two sad Met fans, we both saw this coming. This seems an easy one. They're going to win the number one wild card. They're going to probably host the A's at the stadium, and they're going to win that game 7-3. So wait, 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 wait. So you think that you think the Red Sox are the odd team? I think out the Red here. Sox are the odd team out. To me, they just don't have enough pitching. It's it's been like that all year. I mean, I don't understand how a group of Nick Pavetta, Iavaldi, who's been good, Martin Perez, like these are all four starters. And they, what about what about Chris Sale? He just came back. Chris Sale just came back, and Chris Sale is the reason why I wouldn't call this a lock. But those guys, you know, Garrett. Garrett Richards, like this is not a great rotation. This is a below average rotation unless Chris Sale is going to give you Cy Young Chris Sale. Well, that's a fact. I, so I think the A's might end up the odd team out. Okay. Here, Yankees, Red Sox, one game wild card. Yankees, Yankees, Red Sox, one wild card would be nuts. Electric. Would be nuts. That would be nuts. But, but, all right, here's, I felt like the A's all year. I felt like the A's have been, really good all year. I felt like they their lineup's been good. I felt like they made good acquisitions at the deadline. Their starting pitching is not that good. Yeah, I mean, Manaya's been great. Bassett's he hasn't been, been great. Manaya hasn't been great. He's great been lately, lately late, but but late, he's late. Bassett's been, been guy all year. Um, other than those two guys, what is really there? Who's going to, you know, when they get into a, a four-game set, how do you close out those those games? You know, that kind of thing. That's what I mean. Four-game set with, like, the Astros. We're going to see it this week. Yesterday, they, they – last night, like, they are – first of all, as a team, they're better on the road and they're better against lefties, but, like, they couldn't hit Dallas Keuchel last night. No. That's a problem. No, That's it, a problem. It, it, it's definitely a big problem, and I understand that Ramon Laureano is not having a great year, you know, 246 batting average, but he was a great center fielder. He provided some pop. He could hit lefties, and now it's like you lose him for the suspension, and they don't really have a guy to replace him. They're saying now, no, we got Starling Marte just in case and all these kind of things. No, they got Starling Marte because they need another bat, and now they're a bat short again. All right, so Laureano, I like him. I think, like, I think you're right. It's a much bigger loss than um... – We've made it out to be. And I also feel like, I don't know, man. I think like the Mar- the, their division's kind of tough because the Mariners have been better especially that, than I thought, especially at home. And the, the Astros are really good. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like I like the Red Sox with Sale better than I like the A's right now because I think if Sale comes back and is just what he was, which is an ace – I think that gives them an edge over the A's because the lineups are kind of comparable, even though I do think the Red Sox have a slightly better lineup, but I think they're comparable. I think that gives them an edge, and the, the difference could be one game. 
Do you see the Blue Jays still in this race? Obviously, they make the big trade for Barrios. You know, they're they're right now four back in that wild card race. Do you see them making a run? It's going to be tough because if they make a run, then you're not going to – the thing is, I think they're in it, obviously. For them, I think if they make a run, though, one of the other ALEs teams is going to be out of it. Well, yeah. So, like, for them to make a run, it's either going to be Boston on the short end or the Yankees on the short end. I don't know if the Yankees are going to be on the short end. The Yankees are 15-5 and five so far um, since, like, the – I don't know. They're 15-5 and five over, like, the last 20, I think. Um, it's going to be tough. Um, it's it's going to be a tough. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if they. I know Barrios. I don't even think Barrios is like that. No, that, that good. I, so I, I don't know. Good, to me, he's a two. And like Robbie Ray's had a, a great year. Ryu has been pretty good. And like that's a pretty nice rotation. But I just don't think it's enough. And you know, it's upsetting because they traded a top five former draft pick in Austin Martin in that Barrios deal. Obviously, they still have Barrios for next year, but they made this plan to go all in for this year, or mostly all in for this year, this window. And so far, they look—they are a fourth-place team, unfortunately, in the best division in baseball. And also, the problem is that their ace has not been that good. Right. Ryu's been up and down. Yeah. I mean, so, he's, he's probably not the race. It's probably honestly been Robbie Ray, which is very unforeseen considering how they got him for a bag of balls last year from Arizona. That's also true. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if – I don't know. I don't think Toronto – I think they'll be close, but I don't think they have enough. Um, I think – I'm going to say Yanks-Red Sox because that's what the MLB wants. That's what we all want. Yanks-Red Sox, wild card game. Let's go. I just think it's so like it, even if that's what MLB wants, it's so hard to like push that. Like in basketball, we've seen it. Like you can, like if the the Lakers are going to get there, you know that kind of thing. But like it's so hard to push the Red Sox through forty games if they if their pitching just falls apart. And I well, think, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to fall apart, but I think it's going to regress slightly, even with Sale. And that's why I'm going to take the Yankees and the A's. All right, let's see. Let's see what see what we got. That'd be a good game too. Yeah. That would that'd be a good game too. And uh let's and see. It's gonna what... be one where the, the A's go up two nothing because the Yankees for some reason it's like a law. You must be behind in these wild card games. Yankee fans are crying, they're screaming, fire cashman, this and that, and then they put up a sixth spot and they win eight two, eight three, and uh they'll move on to the ALG. Yeah, like like Gallo Grand Slam in the first, and then Rizzo two run home early. Yeah, and, and then they that'll they they always like the twins ones, the they did the one against Liam Hendricks when he was a starter for the A's. They always start slow, and then like the Yankee fans are like, oh, my God, this team is too many strikeouts. Get rid of all these guys. Trade this guy. Trade that guy. Why do we trade for Stanton? And then, boom, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. All, right. all right, so now let's get into this. Let's get into our, our gambling. Uh, last night was – I mean, last night for me was 0-1-1. I had a push, and the A's, you know, they screwed me because they left a small village on the bases, but that's okay. All right, what's your best bet today? It is – Wednesday, no, it's Tuesday. It is August 17th. So what, what do we got? What are we looking at? Our best bet today is the Reds over the Cubs. You can get the Reds at minus 160 or with the one and minus one and a half runs at plus 120. The Reds are surging. They've had, they've won 14 of 20. They're really creeping up on the Padres for that second wild card. And the Cubs, they're just in free fall ever since they had their big sell. They had the second worst ERA in baseball since the All-Star break. 6-1-4. You think the Mets are bad? Look at what the Cubs have been doing. That is just horrible. 
even the, the one vet they really kept, Kyle Hendricks, he gave up nine runs on 11 hits in four innings in his last start. He's pitching today. I love the Reds today. All right. I like that. I think the Reds are coming. They're coming yeah. for the Padres. And, like, the, look, the Padres are in a little bit of trouble pitching-wise. Like, you just signed Jake Arrieta off the shelf, and he's starting in cores tomorrow. Like, what, I don't know. I, I don't know what the over-under is going to be set at the over. in that game. But take if it's at twenty one and a half, probably take it. Like it, like you're relying on the ghost of Jake Arrieta to come in here and give you good innings. Is he going in the rotation? Yeah, tomorrow he's pitching oh. tomorrow. That's that's no good. That's that's a concern. And you you saw all the pitching they got. And when you when I, if I told you Joe Musgrove was going to have a breakout season, you'd be like, okay, the Padres probably are the best starting rotation in, in the game with Blake Snell and Darvish and Paddock, and none of those guys have been as advertised. I mean, Paddock stinks. He's always yeah. stunk. Paddock's always when been – rookie year, he looked like a on-the-rise star. Yeah, and but then he got like... sent down to – then he got sent down. Did he? Yeah, after he, talked, after he talked shit about Pete Alonso, he got sent down. Oh, well, he got sent down for, like, innings limit, like, not because of performance. But, yeah, yeah he... but he's been not the same since that year. No. So, I mean, that I don't know. They're in some trouble there. I mean, not that the Reds – like, the Reds' bullpen is awful. But, like, not – like, because not that they're – but their offense, I just think they're coming. They're coming. And wait – like, I feel like they might get that second spot. Yeah. I, I think it's very possible. And, you know, they have the team that could make a run. And they have a, a favorable schedule because that division stinks. Yeah. Other than the Brewers, obviously. All right, so here I'm going. Uh, the team you mentioned them before. Um, I'm doing Blue Jays first five team total over two and a half. That's a minus one twenty five. Okay. Like I said, we lost on a similar bet yesterday because the A's left a small village on the bases. But I really like this one tonight. The Blue Jays get to face Eric Fetty from the Nats. He has a he had a sweet eight point oh two ERA in July, and he hasn't been much better in August with a five five two through three starts. So um, I expect the Jays lineup to score early. I expect them to score often. And uh, give me the first five team total over two and a half at minus one twenty five tonight. I like that a lot. And you know, you and I are following the same trend: bet against the teams that sold off all their pieces. Because yep. now you're you're talking about Eric Fetty as a mainstay in the Nationals rotation. Yes, yes, please. Yeah, that like I'll take that all day. Yeah. Like, give me give me the runs. That's yeah. it. That's it. All right, we're on this now. All right, we are on. The same page for our underdog, just a little bit different. Yeah. So my my uh my my guy here is the Marlins plus one hundred five money line. It's Sandy Alcantara again. You know we we bet him last week in San Diego. He had seven scoreless innings, struck out ten. I just think he's a great pitcher, really underrated, and I just believe he is going to do really well against the Atlanta Braves today. And the Marlins, believe it or not, are actually thirty and twenty eight at home. I like, yeah, and also, like, that is a stone-cold Marlins line. You got, they're playing the first-place Braves. The full game is plus 105. I'm doing the Marlins' first five at plus 100. Um, Even though the Braves are scorching hot, like, I just think Alcantara Alcantara also gives you innings. So he'll go seven, maybe eight. He's efficient. He's really good. The record doesn't, the record doesn't actually, his record does not, reflect how good he actually is and has been he had one bad start in colorado but everybody's get gets that bad start in colorado um 
there and also they're facing a guy tonight who you don't know what you're gonna get out of uh Husker Yanoa. He's making his first start since May when he punched the wall and broke his hand. Yeah, who knows how many pitches so, he can throw. Right. So you don't know what you're getting there. I the Marlins are the underdog to take tonight. So I'm doing first five. Inman is doing full game. Full game's at plus one oh five. Um first five is at plus hundred. It's just the Marlins line all around. Yeah, I like both of those for sure. I picked the the full game just because it was slightly better odds. But that was that was it. And now that brings us to our daily dinger. Who do you got going yard tonight? Fernando Tatis Jr., the lock of the year, plus 182 homer in course. He came back, played his outfield. Uh, what was that? Was that yesterday? Two days ago. Two days ago, he made his uh, return. He survived in the outfield. He hit two home runs. Now I think he'll just do it again. Yeah, I mean, it's always he's always a good bet in cores. Actually, anybody's a good bet in cores. You yeah. got to just get it in the air. Um, so I'm I'm I like that there. I'm gonna do uh, I'm this goes hand in hand with your best bet tonight. I'm doing Joey Votto. He's plus two sixty against Kyle Hendricks tonight. Votto's been putting on a show of late, mainly since I dropped him from my fantasy team, and he owns Kyle Hendricks. Thirteen for thirty four, which is a three eighty two clip, three doubles, four home runs. And with That's the streak, great. and with the streak that he's been on, let's let, he's going yard tonight. That's it. Plus two sixty. Give me Joey Votto. Let's go. Yeah, Votto uh, Monday night got his two thousandth career hit. Now at two thousand and one, he's starting to creep up there. If he can give you two, three more good years to be in Hall of Fame territory, in my opinion, you know, I think he's, I think he's gonna get. He's I think he's gonna get in now. He's there. I think he's gonna get in. Um, he's, I mean, it, it's he really was the catalyst for this on base movement, right? Like he, I think his career on base like four seventeen. Yeah, it's crazy. He's had some some down years recently, and now you know what thirty seven years old. He looks back. If he gets listen, he's a he's like a he'll get some MVP votes this year. Judd. I mean, he's not going to win it, but he'll get some MVP votes. And uh, all right, so now we're on uh, Nerfy. Yesterday tried a. We tried a Yerfy for the first time yesterday. Did not work out too well. So who's your Nerfy for today? Yeah, I've been just killing these Nerfies, just not anything else, unfortunately. But I'm going with the Brewers and the Cardinals. Corbin Burns, Adam Wainwright. Not the best odds at minus 135, but you can make the case that these are the two best stories pitching-wise of the baseball season. Both have had unexpected, you know, ace-like seasons. Wainwright at his advanced age. Corbin Burns is a young starter, and I, I like them both. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I'm gonna stay far away from it because I if I if I touch it, you're you're gonna lose. So something freak. The worst was uh, Sunday night. We did the uh, the the no run first inning live, right? Oh, I was there. I was I I joined I in. And basically, joined. just you know, we both were like the Mets stink. Carrasco stinks. Pick yes runs, and literally like as we did it, like second batter of the game, Trey Turner, uh, not Trey Turner, Justin, Justin Turner. Turner, third batter of the game, hits this long home run. Yep. And it was just like, okay, well, we're right, but what did it cost? Right. I mean, so, but also, I just, I will, I said this on the pod yesterday. I'll say it again. The most pathetic stat ever is Will Smith, Dodgers catcher. He's played three games at City Field this year. He has three home runs. Dom Smith, Michael Conforto, and James McCann have three home runs at City Field all year combined. Oh, that hurts. And you know what? Like, there's always a stat like that in years like this. It used to be Mark Reynolds, and it was like Troy Tulowitzki came in for four games and hit five home runs, right? I don't know what happened to the power on this team. And, you know, we seem to be getting into these Met rants every night. But at the same time, it's, it's really sad because it's not the baseball. Because the baseball changed last year, and they hit for power last year. And then all right. of a sudden this year, they can't hit for power. Only Alonzo can hit for power now. And it's a major concern going forward because – they have so many problems, and 
you know, their payroll is already around 200 million. Yeah. I, like I said, I listen, I'm not going to get into it again. I got to keep my blood pressure down. Um, but just get rid of Rojas, get rid of. All right. So real quick with that, I don't see the point in that because the, the guys like him and he's just a puppet for the front office. Like he's not making the lineup card. He's not like there was, I think it was Saturday or, or Friday where they just didn't, or it was Friday against Urias where they just didn't have any of their lefty bats. He like, makes he awful, used... awful, awful in-game decisions. Okay. Well, they're, 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 Sunday yeah. night, Sunday night against the Dodgers. what they have? Second and third. The two, thing? Oh my God. Second and third, two outs. Carrasco hits and then doesn't come out the next inning. Yeah, Are you okay. kidding? What is that? I don't know what, what is, that was. He used he used Jerry's Familia and Edwin Diaz four days in a row. He used Aaron Loop. Those have been the best reliever all year once. Fair. Come on. Like, this guy doesn't make good in-game decisions. That's the that's all you need because you don't need to make the lineup, right? You don't need anybody that makes the lineup because the GM makes the lineup. There's no secret anymore. You, you don't need any of that. Yeah. You need to make good in-game decisions, and he does not do that. I know everybody. Lo- I know everybody loves him. Everybody on the Mets loves everybody, guys. Everybody's all friends. We don't even care that we lose anymore. We're all, we're all friends. You're gonna win 75 games. You're gonna be golfing in in October. Have a nice time. Get everybody out. I'm done. Keep Alonzo. Keep Degrom. Keep. You got to keep uh, Lindor, obviously. And McNeil. That, and, and Nemo. Those are the I only mean, guys I keep. And then everybody else get rid of. Take Conforto, send them to like uh, anywhere else, but a Mets uniform, and let's just. All right, I'm done. I did this yesterday. I don't know back in it. All right, anything else before we get out of here, Steve? No, that's about it. Thanks for having me, and uh, we will have that conversation again when it, when the time comes in October, when it's time to talk about the Mets' uh, offseason plans. That is correct. Don't forget to go to gameday.com and check out everything our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Tuesday, August 17th. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armado. We will see you tomorrow.